Hello everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. With me today is Matt. Hi everyone. And we also have Faye. Hello. I hope uh, both of you are well. As well as well can be. I just have a little bit of a raspy voice from recovering from my uh, potential flu, but not diagnosed, just febrile illness. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this together, Faye. Some warm water, some honey, maybe. Yes. I was given a hot Corona with vodka, honey, and a whole entire lemon once, and I was all congested. One of my Polish friends, his mom brought this down to me. Yeah, 20 minutes later, like my whole chest was cleared. It was ridiculous. Don't know how it worked. Don't care. I was able to breathe well, and it was a fun day. Yum. Well, um... As our listeners uh, can hear, uh, we are one person down today, so we will get to that a little bit later. And usually I like to roll a six-sided die to find out what happened, or who's going to tell us what happened on the last episode, but today, I want both of you to work together and tell everybody what had happened last time. Okay, one, uh, one word at a time, Faye. No, <laughs> no, no <laughs> man. Um, so from what I recall, we were down in the tunnels because we were exploring them and we had been attacked by all these disgusting spider creatures. Is that right? Rats. Rats. Inside they they were living inside the spiders. Yes. Those are gross. Um, so we fought them. We got past an area and then I really don't remember what happened next. <laughs> it's been two months. It has been. Uh, we traveled for a little bit. Um, past another set of gates, I believe. Um, didn't come across any other creatures, but uh, we got to a point where we were, uh, I think, debating to take a rest or keep moving on, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to help us out, Pat. Hey, no worries. Um, I was actually about to railroad you. Because, <laughs> you know, we're going to set this thing on rails for... Oh, it's a tunnel. I mean, I could you know, <clears throat> dig hole one cubic five foot area at a time. You could. You could. But as you are all trying to decide as to what you're going to do, you hear and feel the ground shake below you. A little unnerving as some of the dust begins to fall from the ceiling. It doesn't seem to be too much, but you haven't felt many, many earthquakes in your life here in Belthoria. But, yeah, tired after the long walk down the tunnels. Uh, you guys are pretty weak, and you can't really go too much further. Uh, the best bet, if you guys were going to try to make camp, would be head back the hour towards the main cavern where you had had that battle. Gimblet's just kind of, uh, uh, I can't walk anymore. My, my feet hurt. Here, hop on my shoulders. Uh, oh, oh, that's going to be good. I like that. Don't don't mess up the hair. No, no, I pl- I promise not to play with fire either. I don't want to singe your ends. Um, so, do you want to carry him, or do you want me to carry him? I got him. I got him. He's not too heavy, although <laughs> you need you do need to take a bath, young man. I, we're gonna we'll take care of that later when we get back, um, either to Tina's house or um, just anywhere else. Just but here. The dust is killing me. Yeah. He just kind of coughs in your face. <laughs> Rub the top of my head, make sure there's no <clears throat> phlegm or something. Um, 
Maybe we should go back to uh, to, to to where those rats were. Um, they, they were kind of tasty. I, I could uh, cook up a couple for dinner. Gross. Um, plus, the, resident, you, you wanted to look around the room. Yeah, we can look that. I don't see anything showing signs that we're going to have another opening up ahead. Uh, yeah, we can totally go back. Is there a... Um, did you say there was or was not a gate, Pat, between there and where we're at? There is no gate any further down. Okay, we didn't hit an... Okay. <clears throat> no. It is just a long, dark tunnel. You can't see, feel, or hear anything. It's just darkness. All right. Unknown let's, darkness. Let's start heading back. Um, I got uh, light cast on my staff. Yeah, if you would have let me go back to get my torch, I would have been able to use that. <sighs> I hope it's still there. I have to put it back on, on Doug's wall. Uh, bef- as we walk, I want to occasionally touch the walls, see if I feel any vibration since we felt that tunnel uh, shake a little bit. Probably within an hour from the first uh, time you, you, f- you really feel that quake below you, you do feel another one. It's very, very faint, but it's there. Okay. But over about uh, over about two hours, you finally make your way back to this room. Is the magic torch still... Sitting on the ground lit. Magic torch is still in the very center of the room. There are rat carcasses everywhere. Um, Once again, this big, massive uh, 100-foot room, probably 100 feet tall, but you can't really see up past too many of the cobwebs that are above there. Um, Yeah, here you are, ready to uh, do whatever you would like. Uh, Nayla seems to just kind of take a seat right by the, the... the tunnel, which you guys had just come down, just kind of sitting there, just not saying much of anything, just just there, just kind of in her one of her moods. Um, do you want to prepare some food, Tina? I've got some pocket stuff here. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't um, know what that pocket is. Pocket stuff and rat. I, no, I can get a no, fire no, no, started. No. Yeah. Uh, have you tried Rapa 14? It's not really that good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm with okay, Tina. Well, Let's have Rat. I could do. I could do the cooking. Because I'm going to do some camp uh, protection. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go to each set of entrances, the entrance and the exit, and I'm going to do a. Uh, uh, mold earth across the entrances so there's like a Ooh. trench uh, nice so anything that comes in would drop down into the trench or have to jump over it and make a noise okay how deep just five feet deep um no i'm gonna go 10 feet deep but okay. five feet wide okay and then we'll keep the lights off of the edges of the room so you can't really see it all right and is there any bones? There are a lot of bones all around this room. Why don't you go ahead and make an investigation check? Uh, Tina, you can do this as well. Uh, Resden, Gimlet is walking around with you, so you can roll with advantage. He's poking around. Uh, I rolled a four. Uh, 21. Uh, Tina, you find bones. There are 
there's carcasses of many, many various types of humanoids, even some goblinoids down here. Um, but you don't find anything too interesting. But Resden, uh, there, as you were looking on the ground, uh, one of the first things that you do find, uh, underneath one of these, uh, picnic-like tables, it's a, it's a humanoid, uh, a very small humanoid, uh, perhaps a gnome. Uh, crouched, looks like they were crouched down, hugging something. And uh, as you kind of poke and push, you see that they're holding like a long uh, leather, leather-wrapped tube, uh, what you would probably know as a a map or um, a map tube. What are those things called? Like a, a map case. Map uh, case. Yeah. Yeah, you, you seem to come across uh, some sort of a map case. Uh, Ooh. What do we have here? I, I, I grab it. And also, uh, within that pile of bones, you do see uh, what appears to be a short bow. But it doesn't have any string on it. Uh, but all the way up and down both sides of it, there are some very beautiful carved runes painted with different... Uh, different colors it's almost a red a green blue yellow all the way down you can't really make out what it is i will grab that also yeah also you do notice that uh, above you in the in the ceiling where uh not in the ceiling but up towards the top where a lot of the spider webs were there are a few what appear to just be cocoon like structures uh looks like at some point sometime in the past uh a spider had trapped its prey in there would you like to try to do anything to knock one of those down or are you just gonna leave it um i'm gonna grab the scroll case or the map case and the short bow uh, rod and then um uh grab some put those over by wherever we're setting up the uh, <coughs> camp and then go back grab some bones first mainly like femur style the long style ones yep maybe a, enough to big a, a bundle in my arms and then take them over to each pit and um uh just kind of set them loosely uh on the inner side for towards us so like if something were to jump over they might hit the bones cause some noise okay yep yep just something that they would hit that would make like if they kicked a stone or something you know gotcha um just scatter them about and then i'll head back to the camp and uh how's it coming tina uh looks pretty good can i roll a check or something to see how much how i'm cooking uh roll a performance for me performance all right oh not bad 17 yeah with what you had for scraps and a little bit uh water that you had and some of the seasonings between all yeah. of you, you made a pretty, pretty hearty meal for everybody to sit around and chit chat and, and eat. Oh, you are all feeling pretty, pretty tired. It is you have been going for twelve, about fifteen hours now. That smells good. <clears throat> hey, Gimlet. Well, what's going on? Are you gonna have rat or some of this uh, fresh? What is it, like a stew? Or what did you make? Uh, I don't know. I guess just uh, whatever was in your pocket. What was in your pocket? 
<laughs> I think it was some uh, leftover um, uh, fish cake um, breading. Okay. Like the fish was gone, but like there's still some breading, also some old cheese from the Stance farm. Okay. So I think I probably put together something that's like a little, it's like a, um, <laughs> what is it? What are they called? Deconstructed. Uh, deconstructed grilled cheese. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. I'll, I think I'm going to have the rat. <laughs> Takes a big chunk out of it. Um, you want, you want the rat? Chew with your mouth closed. I'm just going to go over here. Um, look what I found. As I'm, <clears throat> I grab the food and I sit down and crop Indian style and uh, pull the uh, a short bow out and kind of hand it over to her. Check this Ooh, out. Ooh, what's this? Where'd you find this? It's over there and there's some bones. I think it might be magical, but I can't really tell with um, without actually having an expert. Mm-hmm. See these runes here? They're like colored and that's uh, that's not common. That looks uh, something we're going to have to check out. Can I um, like inspect it? Would I be able to tell if there's anything going on? How would Tina know? This is just me asking. How would Tina actually know if there was something uh, magical? No, probably not. It just uh, smells magical. <laughs> what would you like to roll with disadvantage to? Uh, smells the wood. Arcana. I'll roll Arcana with disadvantage. Yep. How about that? That works. Okay. Uh, 11 and 17. So 11. Okay. You hold it like a bow. Okay. You know, you're holding it out. Uh, which, which hand is forward for you? Uh, it's going to be left. So your left hand is forward, and you're like, there's no string. And when you get reached for the string, you feel a little tiny glow. Nothing happens, but in your Ooh. right hand, a little glow where a string should be happens. But there's nothing. something really weird about this, like, string. Like, uh, there's no string, but I don't think you need a string. I think it's, like, magical. That's that's priceless. That We could get some good money for that. Or do you use a bow? Um, I mean, I guess I could. Yeah, we we need to hold on to that. Maybe Nayla would like it. Oh yeah, yeah, where's, yeah. Where's she at? Oh, she's over there. She must be. Is she asleep? I look over where she's sitting. I'm assuming is she asleep? She is just sitting there, just kind of hand, you know, arms on her knees, just kind of like slouched over. She looks over at you guys just as you're conversing, and she just kind of. Make your way back to the tunnel just to be alone. And she jumps over. Actually, let's make sure. Yeah, not a problem. She jumps over Resident's five-foot pit <laughs> without an issue. And she is down in the other tunnels. Cool. Just by herself for the moment. Be careful. Um, finish eating my food. <clears throat> um, almost too tired to eat and look up. And I was going to be like, yeah, why not? Uh, don't mind me. I'm going to check out one of these hanging sack thingies. I try to throw a, a, a um, uh, What do you want see. to burn it? <laughs> I want to see Do I have anything else that I'm going to try to aim for like the string above holding that are holding them up with a firebolt Okay Shoot away What are you rolling? Uh, that's a 
plus six. Uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, you shoot the firebolt. You actually hit exactly where you're going for. But then that little flame begins to spread and spread and spread through all of the rest of the spider webs up Ooh. there. And the ceiling above you just becomes a massive cloud of smoke as all these spider webs begin to burn. Oh, but the cool. couple of but the couple of sacks um, that were spider food at one moment, uh, they begin to burn away and uh, bones and carcasses and just sets of armor and other things just fall down on the ground. And right, the, the one that you were looking at, you just see it fall, thunk, and you hear it clink, 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 clink. A bunch of coins just flop right out of it. And Ooh. what you see, mm. what you see in front of you is... Uh, roll an Arcana check. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Um, that's going to be a uh, 23. Yeah, um, what you see is artificer-like tokens that have magic imbued within them fall from this, this the skeletal remains of what was in there. Ooh, I go start collecting them. How many do I find? You find, uh, let's see, one, two, uh, you find six different coins. Uh, but as you're looking at the corpse, uh, it looks like it's a Dwarven male. It also has a uh, still strapped onto its armor. It looks like it's a small hand axe. I, I bend down next to the remains after collecting the coins, but I'm in a, a separate pouch for my regular money. Start inspecting the uh, bones, and I can tell without even history or anything that these are dwarf you, bones. You have studied Dwarven your whole life just in hopes of finding something in anything, and this, the, the, the stout structure of the bones, the short stature of it is, the skeleton of your findings, there's, no, there's nothing telling you that this is not Dwarven remains. Uh, I would like to do a very detailed inspection of what remains, if there's anything else. Like, uh, check the axe and the rest of the body, the bones, see if there's anything else I can find in the pile. Yep, um, so as you find the axe, um, uh, that is still attached to its, uh, its person, um, it does have some golden trim on it. It is clearly Dorvan make. Um, roll the history check for me, with advantage, because you... No, as you probably know more than many people about Dorvan uh, culture. Uh, natural creations. twenty. Yeah, natural twenty. You know that this comes. Nice. You, this comes from at least uh, one hundred to two hundred years after the event. Nice. And as as you're searching around, you do find uh, there is another. Where uh, is? You do find a gnomish skeleton. Uh, this one just has a, a golden chest plate on it. It appears that she must have been a, a paladin of some sort. But all you find is a chest plate and and her uh, just just her remains. Can't really make out the uh, the emblem that is on the front. Um, uh, can I sketch it in my little kind of uh, half-assed journal? You can sketch it, or you can take it if you like. The 
whole. How much space do we have? Do we? Ha- we Not have the whole skeleton, holding. but no, yeah, you have you you do have a bag of holding. We do have a bag of holding. Okay. Over the next like half hour, I like bring all this stuff over to the campfire. I let Tina uh, set it by Tina. Let her look at it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I don't like immediately show her the coins because I got preoccupied. Uh, but not on purpose, just because they're like, mm-hmm. put them in there and like, <laughs> just kind of, you know, focused on one thing at a time. Oh. Check out this axe. I uh, check out this bottle. I, f- I found this on Why the other side of the room. Finding like weird weapons. They're just scattered about, and hey, guess what? I like hold what? up one of the the skull. Ew, gross! Don't put that near the food. I like take the oh. I take my hand and go. Hi, Tina. I was a dwarf. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop that. That's not respectful. I, yeah, he's I, I've, dead. I found a bottle. I found a bottle. There's something in it. Ah. Don't. Don't rub it. I'm not going to rub it. It's it a could, bottle. It's, it could it, be, it's got liquid. It could be. Can a, I see? Yeah, here. Uh, Gimlet just kind of holds it out to you. It's probably about just like the size of like a test tube with a bulb on the bottom of it. It's like uh-huh. red viscous liquid inside with a little bit of black and some sparkles. It's got it looks like it has a cork on the top and wax seal. Okay. In the corner over there. And I'm sorry, what's in it? Like a liquid of some kind? Yeah, it, it is a very thick viscous red and black swirly glittery liquid. Ooh. Bestin, this looks kind of like magic. Can you like check it to see if it's magic? Uh, I can try. Let me see. I just carefully pop the cork on it and take a sniff. Uh, there is a whole entire wax seal around it. Oh. So okay. if you were to bust that wax seal, who knows what will happen yeah. when air. No, I wouldn't bust it open if it's wax sealed. But uh, I just kind of swirl it around, kind of, and uh, turn it upside down, watch the liquid move, and look to see if anything looks... You know, magical. It it does look magical, but you are unfamiliar with most of what it is. You do see a familiar red, viscous liquid in there that usually would come from yeah you know, a healing potion. But there's other components inside here. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to have this looked at. I, I don't want to open it. Uh, it would ruin yeah. the ruin this. The uh, it might open up in our bag or something. Okay, that makes sense. Um, oh, and I, th- I got this too, and I kind of shake the breastplate as the rest of the gnome bones fall out of it. It's like, oh. check this out. I bet we could get <laughs> a pretty penny for this. Gnome bones. Are you going to carry all of that stuff? <laughs> no, I'm going to put it in our bag of holding. Oh, okay. Wasn't gnome bone on how the quest? <laughs> I swear, it gnome been, bone. I think maybe. it was. <laughs> Oh, it just got me wrong. <laughs> this is, uh, we should have stayed in here the first time. You guys kind of jetted real quick that first time, which, hey, I have a bone to pick with you. Haha, <laughs> get it? Ew. You guys just kind of left me when we were fighting those rats up floating in the air. What's up with that? Well, we had to get out of there, and you look like you could handle it on your own. But I mean, you, you just let me hang there and but i mean i'm okay i'm not i don't hold grudges yeah we knew you had it but 
yeah, I was I was worried there. I thought you guys were running away, leaving me there. I was scared for a second. Okay, it's bedtime. I'm not I'm not really feeling uh, too tired. I think I might just uh, stay up. If you would like to rest, I'll wake I'll wake when you are up, and I'll go get Nada when it's uh, time to swap. Okay, sounds good. Good night. Uh, Tina feels bad for leaving rested, so she just like goes to bed. He starts getting awkward. (laughs) Uh. Um, I would uh, cover up the magical torch so it's kind of like um, over, like maybe put some bones in like a uh, triangle formation, like a Boy Scout campfire to kind of nice filter out the light a real fire. Yeah, but it also dims the room quite a bit, so I don't want it fully lit up. <clears throat> yeah, I'll uh, I'll um I, I'll wake one of you up in uh, uh like uh four hours or so ish whatever an hour is I don't know what an hour okay. is. I heard you say the words so. Uh, go go check on Nayla too while you're staying up. Just make yeah. sure she's absolutely not gone too far down the path no, I, there. Absolutely, I'll uh watch I'll out for the pit. Do that. Yeah, I saw that. I can I can I think I can jump that. Just be careful and. uh out before I go to bed, I'm gonna sit down and be like, "Oh," and I kind of reach down to my pouch and pull out the the tokens and start kind of looking at them closer. Uh, for your tokens, uh, you are gonna need somebody to really look over what those are. They are the these are old. This is probably some of the oldest uh, the oldest items you've ever found. I get a little bit excited and like put them back away and then tie the pouch really tight closed wrap it and then put it like inside my cloak in one of the inside pockets so it's safe all right so everything else i put in the bag of holding okay so you both fall asleep for the night you sleep you dream your dreams whatever they may be i'm not putting anything in your head this time (laughs) But you are abruptly awoken at some point in the morning or whatever time it may be by the ground shaking from below you. Resden, you wake up and you see Gimlet cuddled up right next to you. Yeah. Dust begins to fall from the ceiling below you. And in the far far end from where you came from once again you just see more and more dust it looks like part of that cave from you where you had traversed back to this room from has begun to close in on itself dirt and rock and just rubble begin to fall and fill in the hole and then fill in the tunnel this is the one we came from doug's place or the other way we were going the other way okay the opposite end that that I look up, make sure the ceiling in here is not going to come tumbling down the, on us. The ceiling isn't falling, but there are bits of rock and there are some other pieces of, uh, like, the silken web that did not burn up, falling from even, even further up. A rock falls from above. Small one. Knocks Tina right in the head. Ow! Oh, you okay? The ceiling's uh, falling. What? Why didn't you wake me up? I I thought you would have felt that, but 
Yeah, I uh, the the cave just the cave just caved in. We may want to move. Uh, uh, rubbing my eyes, kind of out of a dead sleep. Oh, where's where's Gim? Oh, Gimlet! Get, hey, get off of me! And I kind of push him away. Ow! Ow! That's comfortable, man. Where's you, you, where's you, Nayla? You put off a lot. Nayla. Um, before I went to sleep, Nayla was here. She was over by Tina. Wait, where's Nayla? Nayla was next to you. She. She gave you a hug, and then... What? Where? Uh, she Nayla! Gave, she, she gave... Uh, she's not in here. Oh. Nayla? Um, I'm gonna go and, like, yell at the other end of the tunnel where there's an entrance. The the one that has been collapsed in, or no, the, the one other where... one. The other one. <clears throat> you yell, and you just hear uh, echo. 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 As you, as you bring your hands up to your face to try to yell even louder, you notice that on your finger there is a little tiny piece of parchment tied with a string just there uh i open it i'll read it tina my sister the only one who has ever been there for me and with me through all the trials in my home life when my mother sent off my brother and my sister left to become a bard you were there as my mother fell into her various states of depression and dementia you were there to help me when i most needed it through all the times our dad bear lied to us, whether it was a little white lie or something so stupid it made me never want to talk to him again, you were there. But I truly feel I need to go off on my own and find that treasure I truly seek. I need to go off and be that archaeologist I've always wanted to be. I know that little shit Gimlet has something to do with the prime focus. I'm going to make my way down there by any means possible. Please take care of yourself and tell Reston he can have my staff only until I meet back up with you. Love you. Nayla. While she's doing that, I would have gone to the side with the collapsed tunnel and trying to mold earth to try to collapse the stone in the deeper hole, see if it opens a gap. Every time you try to mold earth under it and move the dirt to the side, more and more just keeps piling down from above. And as it's coming from above, it's spreading out. It's beginning to fill in the room. Ugh. All right, stop that. Uh, Tina, you find her? I kind of head towards her. No, but I have this letter. I, I, I like reach out for it. It's like, did, what is it? Um, I hand it to him so he can read it. I think she's gone. I look at it real quick. Kind of takes me like thirty seconds to read the whole thing, <laughs> and it looks like I like start over again. Kind of like uh slower this time and look at Tina kind of my just with my eyes like look up without moving my head up uh is Tina like what's Tina's reaction I think she's like sad by it but she also isn't like trying to show it um resident kind of sniffs a little bit um that's uh I'm sorry uh, well, I mean, she said she needed to go off on her own, so I guess now's a good time as any. I, I just, I, I just hope she wasn't down the side that was collapsed and something happened to her. I mean, I can feel it. She's not. Okay, I'll believe you. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, here, I hand her the, I hand her the notepad. I, I, I should have, I shouldn't have gone to sleep. I. I saw her. She came, It looked like she was coming to bed. It looked like she was going to lay down with Tina and just bed down for the night, so I thought I'd be okay. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, she probably uh, would have snuck off without you seeing her anyway. No, it's not I, your fault. I should have... I should have been there. I mean, I don't think that she wants us to come and go and find her. So I feel like we should just continue to do what we're doing. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> I, I just... Uh, what are we doing now? Uh, did we get enough sleep to like get? Yep. Like, stuff you you got more than enough. You you were all set for the day. No, uh, we I wanna get, we got to get out of <laughs> here. Uh, this tunnel yeah, is not stable. I mean, I, yeah, exactly. I agree. I think we need to get out of here. And as you guys begin to gather your stuff, the ground shakes again, <laughs> and a stalactite from the very center of the room just. <laughs> falls and just shatters into pieces with one foot of it stabbing into the ground. Uh, dust, just dust billowing ever, everywhere. I kind of get in front of the other two between the stalagmite and ah. the other two and the cast shield just for any flying debris. Oh. Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> okay, let's go. Here's the torch. I grab Did the torch uh, survive, or was that crushed under the stalactite? Torch is fine. It, Gimlet is kind of attached to that little torch. Okay, so. I give it to Gimlet, and I let him kind of lead the way. While, uh, how about you take up the rear, Tina, in case something comes up behind us? You're a little bit tougher. Okay, sounds good. And I can peer over Gimlet. He's walking. Uh, what kind of pace are you guys gonna be uh, making? Are you guys gonna hoof it? Let's hu let's hustle. Yeah, do, like double, t not like not like sprinting, but double timing it. You you are all well rested. You you got a little something on your mind, just messing with you. You know the fact that Nayla had left without actually saying goodbye herself. But you guys push as hard as you can. Your bodies are physically capable. And what once took you. Anywhere from like nine to ten hours to get down there. You're trekking somewhat uphill. There's a lot of flat areas, just like you experienced on the way down. There's uh, on the way down, you experienced a lot of downhill, so you have a lot of uphill. It's probably about eight to nine hours before you finally make it back to the gated areas where you first saw uh, the gates on the ground broken, smashed. Nothing's been touched. Nothing's been fixed. And eventually, you make your way back into the temple. Uh, you are all, you are all tired. It is at the, probably about this time. Let me do the math really quick. You had left in the morning, twelve hours, nighttime, extra time, rest, boom. Yeah, it's probably about like four or five o'clock. In the you, afternoon. In the afternoon, yeah, the next day. Okay. It was a long trek back for you guys. And as you make your way finally back into the temple with, the, you know, the, the, the happy room's on the left-hand side, the bathroom's on the right, and you know that Doug's office is just, like, a little bit further ways up. Mm -hmm. you, see, you see Doug posing with a chalice in his hand and a shield in the other and a sword, you know, slipped behind his back. And you see this... You can't really make out what it is, but there's somebody making a painting of Doug. 
and as you uh, approach, uh, here you three are. Uh, Gimlet didn't throw any of his garb on. He's just, he was walking freely. And you see this creature painting a picture of Doug. Something you can't really recognize. It looks like a bird. It looks like a tabaxi. Oh, hey, there you guys are. Hey, those are my buddies. Hey, it's... Oh, very nice to meet you. You you look exhausted. Also, I imagine we are just covered in dust, like someone threw p- a baby powder all over us, and it's just, like, flowing off of us, and Absolutely. cobwebs and sweat, and our eyes are droopy. And uh, uh, I'm, like, right behind Gimlet, and I got my staff. I look up, like, rubbing my eyes, like, uh, I'm seeing things. So I must I. What in Cyrodita's <coughs> name is that? Oh. Uh, um, that's Tina. Um, who are you? Gimlet kind of rolls back. No, not the lovely olive-tinted lady. Oh, uh, I just the, noticed... The small wonder standing between you. I just realized Gimlet's not, like, hidden in his cloak anymore or anything. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh... Uh, you tell us your name, and then we'll tell you ours. So, what you see... I don't think... Uh, yeah, what, what do we see? Because yeah, so I don't what, think... I think, like, Tina's a little freaked out by what she sees. So what you see before you is a five-foot-tall humanoid uh, sitting and holding a paintbrush and palette in front of this canvas. He has black fur and gray owl-like feathers and is clothed in colorfully embroidered leather armor. His face is mostly feline, so he's looking at you with these golden yellow eyes, uh, cat ears, and the occasional downy feather stuck into the fur on his face. Uh, Around his shoulders, the feathers begin to become more uh, plentiful and longer. His arms have these gilded leather bracers on them, and they end in these partially retracted cat's claws. Uh, But his legs are these double-jointed avian-style legs ending in solid black talons. Uh, His wings are large, gray and black, and extend from his upper back. And on the ground next to him is a traveler's knapsack, an intricately carved lute, an unstrung longbow. And he says, Greetings and salutations. I am Lyndon Longfeather, artist and traveler and bard. <coughs> Sorry. Do you have any water, Doug? Sorry. No, be rude. Pesquet! Do you, like... Pesquet! Walk around and, like, play music and stuff? I can walk around, I can fly around, I can play music, and I can paint beautiful pictures. That's weird. Giblet pops back out from, like, behind you with his garb on. Oh. His little hands are, instead of popping out of his head, they're wrapped around his body in a cloak. Oh. Uh, so I'm Tina. I love Tina. This is Resden. As I'm down in this pitcher of water. I wave. And this is Gimlet? Gimlet, it is a pleasure to meet you. I don't believe I've ever seen anyone like you. I don't believe I've ever seen anything like you myself. Uh, uh, greetings and uh, sa- sa- saliva? That, is that the word? Resden, is that the word? Greetings and saliva? Salutations. Salutations! That's it. Um, I would yet oh. take no offense to saliva if it is your people's way of greeting. Um, no, no, it's just uh, I don't know all the words. Um, hi, I'm Gimlet. Very nice to meet you, Gimlet. Where do you come from? I'm home. I come from home. 
Ah, don't we all, don't we all. We have so much in common, Gimlet. There, and... Okay. Now, uh, would you permit me to paint you? Um, Razdan? Razdan! Um, I, I get done drinking, I, I wipe my mouth, and there's like this big clean circle around my mouth where it's the water and the rest of me is just all dusty. Um, I say, yeah, our, my, sorry to be rude, we just tricked uh, uh, about a hundred miles underground. Um, uh, Mr. Longfeather, was it? Yes, yes, Longfeather. Lyndon Longfeather, at Linden, your service. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you're welcome to paint him if you'd like. Uh, um, what time is it? Uh, we don't, we, we've had a long couple days. Um, Lyndon, you have been out, you've been hanging out down here with Doug for probably a day and a half now. You are unsure of what time it is? I may not be sure exactly what time it is, but it feels like almost supper time to me. My yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, me too. Doug may be tired of holding this pose. Are you, Doug Lewis? Um, I kind of cheated a little bit. I put, like, some rods in my pants so you ah. couldn't really see. But my, my arms, yeah, they're hurting, bro. Um, can we take a break? We can indeed. Can can you still oh. move your legs? Oh, um, um, you guys carry on. Basket, need some help, bro. Basket comes over and just kind of picks him up. Uh, Would you like to grab a table? We can. Uh, yeah, leave let's him eat to something. be assisted. Yes. We'll pull up a table. I'm gonna sit um, down and do just. Do you want to like sit with us or something? Oh, of course. I would love to sit, chat, uh, learn about your recent travels into the caverns. Doug Lewis told me you uh, went on an expedition. Uh, we did. Um, yeah. And there was like, a, like the cavern started to fall in. So then we like really had to come on out. Wonderful, wonderful. It must have been quite a exhilarating experience. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what have you been up to up until today? Like, how come we haven't seen you around town? I just recently arrived. Here? And I immediately met uh, your wonderful friend, Douglas, who commissioned me for a series of paintings. Mm -hmm. uh, he's paying quite well. And I'm, in general, in the area in search of the beautiful sights of Enthrial to record them uh, in this, in an, a sort of visual atlas. Oh. Are you a map maker? Uh, not specifically that kind of atlas. More an, oh. an atlas of the things that people should see, the things that should be observed, the things that should be recorded because of their intensity or their beauty or their terror. I look at the thing he's been painting. Is it is it like abstract or like realism or... Um, first, what would Linden like this painting to be like? Are we going for realism? We're going for playing to as much of Douglas's ego as possible. Okay. <laughs> he is like a harlequin <laughs> He's capturing that, so. the beauty in excess of Doug's ego. Awesome. Fucking love it. Give me, uh, roll me a uh, performance with uh, advantage. Just All because right. of that answer. So he's got like Brad Pitt <laughs> abs from Fight Club and 12 pack. All right. Uh, where is the. Okay. 
I using his how my, how my using dice his ring dice works. ring. <laughs> okay, so that is a I believe that's a sixteen. Plus performance? No, including performance. Oh, okay. Pretty pretty damn good. Uh, the shadows are a little bit off, but pretty damn impressive, especially down here with the. Uh, in the dusty ass caves limited light sources other than the torches down here this is probably also like the third or fourth one at this point oh yeah and um, <laughs> he's running out you, of ideas you you have at least 75 gold in your pocket just from doug he is nice. he has been paying you just to stay to hang out to paint and just amuse him as his muse it's a good gig so uh, as you guys know there is no food down here it's just tables. This is uh, everybody else other than uh, Lyndon really know that this is just the the big ass club that people come to once in a great while to hang out, and of course the the fight club that broke out, and then other things broke out. But we will get to everything else that you want to do next time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I would like to thank everybody for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, and I would also like to introduce Nate. Do you prefer Hello. Nate or Nathaniel? Uh, anything is fine. They all happen. It just sort of organically. <laughs> yes, welcome. Thank you. Nate. Good to be here. Nate is our new cast member here Ooh. on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. And I see some weird shit happening with the... Uh, what, what are you calling your character? What is the class? Uh, not the class, the race? Tabaxa Kokra. Uh, Tabaxa Kokra. Oh, boy. <laughs> or as I expressed in the in the group chat... Flying singing cat boy, to which Faye's schedule was crazy, and she found time to reply to that one text with just one word. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Was it yes or was it yas? It was just yas. Yes. It was a very simple, simple yes. Flying singing cat boy. Yes. (laughs) That's how I felt about it. Awesome. Um, so for everybody listening, I would like to inform you that Kat has decided to step away from the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Uh, I wish her all the luck. I am making sure that Nayla is still around in case she would ever like to come back. Nayla is always here in this world for you. I will put her on her own little adventures down in the caves. And yeah, she'll be here for you, Kat. We will miss you. But with that being said, I would like to thank everybody once again for joining us on this on this episode of Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Matt, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Nate? You can find me at Nate Scott Jones on Twitter or Instagram. Lots of cat pictures, as you might guess. Cats are so freaking cute. And what about you, Faye? You can find me also on the Twitters at Captain Fake Eye, and you can also find me on my other podcast at How the Quest. Thank you for joining us on our adventures this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore Guide to keep up with any announcements or to chat with us. Please also follow us on Twitter at Cast of Many Things for all our other upcoming projects we have in the works. All our episodes can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes or Podbean or any other podcasting app of your choice. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast Review or Podbean. You can also shoot us an email, castofmanythings at gmail.com. And we even have a Facebook page, guys. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, our fans. So until next time.
you. Bye. You see, looking up from the ground, blood red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejan! Dejan! Help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you. And I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I want to help. I always had good two, intention. I one. did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die.